1: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host.
0: You're listening to the Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Experience all the excitement of the casino on your desktop or mobile device at PlayAlberta.ca. Sign up and receive a $50 welcome bonus using the promo code CASINO50. Joins us, uh, Butts, When were you? Uh, what year did you join the Calgary Flames organization? Two thousand. Two thousand. Okay. So, but you. So you were in Dallas prior to that, correct?
2: Correct. Okay. Minnesota, and, and then we moved to Dallas in '93. So I was with the organization for twelve years.
0: Now I have a I have a young uh, a young lad in studio today, who's uh, who's kind of shadowing Connor to get a little behind the scenes of what it takes to be in radio, and uh, his uh, his name's Ewan. And I'm wondering if you remember his father, Paul Manning, who was a member sure of the Calgary Flames. And you, tra- I remember Paul. And you traded him Paul. to Columbus. Tra- you, you, Ewan wants to know, from the GM, why'd you trade him?
2: <laughs>
0: uh, that, that's a good
2: question. I, I, you know what I think is, like, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to pull back in, in, my, uh, in, in my memory bank here, trying to draw, draw, draw the curtain back is that I, I i don't think that there was an opportunity for him with our group and you know we had a really young defense we had Reggie we had Gauthier, and we had Tony Ludman we had Derek Morris we had uh we had signed Steve Monidor we had uh, we traded for Jordan Leopold. so at some point in time you know you 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 run into a problem where where, where players are just not going to have an opportunity, and I, you know, that's my recollection of it, and and that's why I think, I think Columbus was interested, and we said, okay, yeah, we can make that kind of a trade, so nothing, nothing that, uh, uh, you know, was untoward towards Paul or anything like that, just opportunity, young players need to get opportunity, and they need to see opportunity, and I, I don't
0: think it was going to be there for him in Calgary. Nice. Um, that's good memory, man. I knew it. I was like, oh, buts will remember him for sure. Uh, GMs pretty much remember every guy you ever trade or draft or you play with for some time like that. Um, I, I, do, I think one of the biggest storylines in the NHL right now, Craig, is goaltending, both good and bad. Uh, in the fact that you've got some teams getting great goaltending, they got too many injuries around the league and goalies, and then lots of teams dying for some goaltending and and maybe the biggest surprise story is jonathan quick with the new york rangers nine zero and 926 say percentage and he's out shesterkin thus far for the rangers he's been better
2: i'm stunned I, I i you know watching jonathan over the last couple of seasons you know you certainly looked at him as somebody who uh had his best days prior and and no, you know, getting back into the net and playing really well on, 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 a, on a New York Rangers team, we know that. I mean, Jonathan has been a great goaltender during his time in the National Hockey League with the LA Kings. But you know, you, you reach a point. He, he battled some injuries, and certainly that he may be healed now and, and more ready to to play back to the form that we saw him earlier in his career. But but, but it is a great story, and, and and it's great for the New York Rangers to have a goaltender and Jonathan Quick. Uh, because when they did sign him, I'll, I'll be straightforward. I was like, "Oh boy, geez, uh, you're signing Jonathan Quick." There seems like there's a lot of hope in that. But yeah. what, what's happened is, is there's been a lot of good uh, play from Jonathan Quick in the net.
0: Oh, he's been he's been fantastic. Uh, there's no doubt yes. about that for yep. sure, Gray. Um, the Edmonton Oilers are, uh, you know, they're, they're inching closer. But the thing is, so like the Calgary Flames are, are back to 500 after a terrible start. And you know, I thought both Alberta teams uh, weren't as bad as their early records were um you know there's a lot of meh teams in the west which means the door's still open when you look at i think uh, arizona's in eighth and they're on pace for 89 points right so there's still there's lots of opportunities for edmonton and arizona and nashville and calgary and uh, minnesota um you know what have you seen lately from the flames that gives you belief that you know what hey maybe they could stay in the run or should they even stay in the run would they be better off trading guys
2: yeah, you know what? I'm going to go two two places here. First of all, I'm going to go to the blue line. Noah Hannafin and Chris Tanev are really good defensemen. And and Noah's 26. Chris is a little bit older. But, you know, Craig Conroy knows what a good top four looks like. They have Weger, they have Anderson, Tanev, and Hannafin. That's a really good, strong top four uh, blue line. And and so, yeah, you can look and you, you, you can say, we're going to trade Noah Hannafin. And you can look and you, we can trade Chris Tanev and you look at what the return can be. I know one thing you can't find players like Mo Hannafin that are 26 years of age uh, and, and are going to be able to carry play in the way that he does. Uh, and to me, I'd be, si- I'd be trying to sign unless he doesn't want to sign there. Uh, I'd be looking to try to sign him and Tanaf would be on a shorter term because you, you want some, you want some protection for your younger players. And and you also don't want Anderson and Rieger to get overextended. There's a a two-sided equation here. It's not just putting younger players in there, but now you extend those two guys and your team becomes weaker. So, you know, like if, if they trade Hennepin and they trade TANF, they're going to be looking for guys just like that. And what I would say is good luck. Good luck finding guys like that. So I'd be signing them. Now, do I think they're a Stanley Cup contender? No, I don't. So I think that Lindholm, you know, what ends up happening there, they have some really good young players. And and I think that Conor has come in. He has shown that he can be a real good, solid player. Right now, the, the biggest challenge for the Calgary Flames is, is Jonathan Huberto. I mean, he, he, he looks like – you know who he looks like, Jason? He <laughs> looks like Jonathan Drew and did a Montreal. Yeah. looks like he can't play anymore.
0: No. Yeah, it's That's great. That's what it looks like. Yeah. I get- So – it is funny, like his foot speed. He just looks like he's skating in cement at times.
2: Well, his pace is just everything about it. He looks delayed. He looks slow mentally, physically. I think he's you know, he he looks he looks like he's got all, all like he's thirty years old. There, there, there shouldn't be a, a, an age drop off here, yeah. but he he just looks completely unsure of himself and completely, uh, you know, he he looks half a. He, he, I, I use the term. Uh, a, a day late and a dollar short. That's how Jonathan Huberto looks everywhere on the ice, everywhere on the ice. So, you know, do I think they're a, t- a contender? No. But should they make the playoffs? Yes. But, you know, I think that that's the balancing act of, okay, do you trade these guys and, and what does the future look like? And, yeah, okay, you get draft picks, you get prospects. Are they going to be any better? Or are they going to be anybody that's going to help you? And and what's that timeline to help you? And I, I think it's something you got to be careful
0: of. How do things change so much, Craig? Between signing him to that contract in the summer and now, like I can't recall a shift ever this big on a player in this short of a span of time. Like, what would you even guess is happening?
2: You know, Wanye, I'm, I'm glad you said what would I what, what would I even guess because I don't know. And if I had the answer to that, I, I would go right to the Flames and I would make a lot of money by giving them the answer. <laughs> Anybody that has it, I think the, I think I think the suggestion box is open. So if you do, so here, here's my guess. And, and my guess is, is this, is that his game is, was so certain and so predictable playing with players that he knew really well. I don't think he's adapted to playing with different players. I, I think he's really struggled to play with different players after being in Florida for a long time. I mean, Sasha Barkoff is a brilliant player. And certainly you know you you look at how we played with him he he was great, but I, I the familiarity of of being in a place that drafted you and just moving forward i I think that helped him and and I think now he's got a new conference, new players that and i mean uh, yeah you, we can say that he should be accustomed to Lindholm and those guys by now, but it doesn't look like he reads off of them. He made a play last night where he had a direct pass to the net, direct pass to the net. Cam Fowler put his stick on the ice and said, try to pass it to this guy here. And Huberto tried to pass it. And all Cam Fowler did was deflect it away. It's like, it's like he, he doesn't even see the game anymore. So th- that's what I'm thinking right now. Like, it, it, it's almost like you tell Jonathan, you know what? Go away for two weeks. Go away for two weeks. And, and, and just try to, you, you know, you figure out, you know, a, a refresher, a mental refresher to just to, to try to look at it differently. Because I don't think there's any problem with his work ethic or his effort, but th- th- it's just a lot of activity, like almost zero accomplishment in the games.
0: Craig Button uh, joins us. Yeah, it is. It's kind of a lot of people wondering, like, does he miss Barkoff that much? The thing was, Huberto was like a, an oddity because he was a passing winger, right? Like, he was never a big score. He's always been more of a playmaker. And But Barkov was obviously a great player, and, and they fed off each other quite well. D- you know, did, is, there, is there not a good match as far as a center ice for him? Or is this more, as, as you've outlined, maybe just more of Huberto's issues, regardless of who he's playing with?
2: I mean, I, I think Jason, you're always looking for matches, and you're trying to say, okay, he's not with Barkov anymore. Who who could he be like? But even when you look at the, even when you look at the metrics, and the, he's a playmaking winger. His metrics as a playmaker. I mean, attempted passes into the slot. He's gone from like top twenty to like hundred like you know completed passes in just like it's one thing to to not have completed passes and and, and to make those plays to create uh scoring opportunities i mean he's so far off that that, that it's scary it's it it, it really is so I, I think part of it is method. I think part of it is, to what you point out, you know, playing with players that can take advantage of the skills. And, and the other thing, too, is players that can, where the ice opens up and plays open up. I, I, I used that play last night versus Anaheim, and I, I just shake my head because I'm watching it, and I'm just going, like, like, what are you doing, Jonathan? <laughs> like, you know, the defenseman basically said, <laughs> go and shoot it. And, yeah. and he still tried to pass it and you know, again, the hesitancy, the uncertainty uh, uh, in his own play, the uncertainty with playing with others. You know, I, I think the Flames are looking to try. And I don't think they are looking to try to find solutions to this problem because it's a big problem.
0: Greg Button from uh, TSN joins us. Craig, uh, you you look around the NHL and you know we're obviously in the in the trade freeze right now. Um, I know the trades can happen uh, starting next uh, Thursday, I think it is. But um, you you look at teams with so many teams still close. It, do you think there might be urgency to say, "Okay, we got to separate now"? Right. And, and, and I know there's a lot, especially for goalies, because there's so many teams looking for goalies. Kevin Woodley's talked about, like, if you get a goalie in, the earlier you get him in, the better it is, because a lot of goalies will need time to adjust to the system and kind of how guys play so they get used to the tendencies of those in front of them. Do you think we might see a little bit of a more activity come early in the new year just because it's so close? Or is it the opposite? It's close. People like, well, I don't want to sell off yet.
2: Well, I think, well, you're, you're going to have teams that, like, are going to always be in that. Place of not wanting to sell off we, we also have a tight salary cap which you know creates some problems you, you know like one, one of the things that i believe in and it goes it, 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 the bigger picture is, is teams and, and then the, the microcosm of that is the calgary flames i think if you have a chance to make the playoffs in a national hockey league and you're one of 16 teams and you're doing things responsibly and reasonably i think you should try to make the playoffs so, you know, I didn't say that earlier about the flames. I, I think they should try to make the playoffs. And this idea that the only way you can make your team better is by, is by blowing it up. I'll give you the Florida Panthers. I'll give you the, the Vegas Golden Knights. I think it's garbage when teams go like, oh, yeah, we're going to refill. We're going gonna to blow it up. Okay, you can, yeah, that's one way to do it. It's not the only way to do it. And, and, and I think Tom Dundon, the owner of the Carolina Hurricanes, says, listen, our goal is to make the playoffs every year. And then we, that's number one success. Number two success is to get to the final four uh, of, in, in, of the league. And he said, that's a real success. Ultimately, if we got to the final, that would be great. And winning the Stanley Cup would be the icing on top of the cake. But I think making the playoffs in a 32-team league, I think it's critically important for teams and fan bases. And the idea that you can't improve your team in different ways unless you sell off free agents, I am I don't get it. Now, I'm not saying that every team can sign their free agents. I'm not saying that if you come to that and you know that you can't sign your free agents, you hang on to them. But I, I think that you you can't just be willing. It looked like the Flames were on a path to signing their players. And then they started out really poorly. And then all of a sudden, boom, we're not going to do this now. Okay, now what do you do if you're the Calgary Flames? Oh, just kidding?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally fair, right? It's uh, totally fair. Uh, Four forty-one, Craig Button joins Craig. One last one for you. Do you have any special food that you like to have at Christmas? That like in your family, it's there all the time and it's like a staple, and you need it.
2: Well, I had it this morning. Okay, my mother loved it and I loved it, and uh, I, I was I was at the uh, I was at the European store yesterday or two days ago, and I saw some blood pudding, blood pudding with eggs in the morning at Christmas time. And I had some, and I took a picture, and I sent it to my mother. And I said it was not. Now my wife has no desire to eat blood pudding, but uh, I said I miss you, mom. I miss her all the time when I'm not with her. But I miss her at Christmas when I can have blood pudding, and I always enjoy having it with her.
0: Nice. What's in blood pudding?
2: <laughs> the sausage.
0: Oh, okay. All right. I don't think. we you ever- can look it up. Okay, I don't think I've ever had it. So, all right. Is it good?
2: I like it. My mm. wife has no desire. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. So it's acquired it's taste. A little, it's acquired taste. I, I, I wouldn't say it's, a, well, maybe it
2: is. Maybe, oh, yeah. maybe it's more the thought process. Yeah. It, there's certain foods that, and I mean, I'm guilty of it too. There's certain foods that just in your head, you go, oh, I can't do that. But, uh, and this might be more of it, but it, it's tasty. It's a tasty sausage.
0: Gregory, it either contains blood. Or it's the biggest case of false advertising in the entire food industry's history. <laughs> like there's one of two options here. What's in blood pudding, he says. Pudding
2: Yeah, Let's put it this way. It's not jello pudding mix. I mean.
0: No. Not at all. Craig, have yourself a wonderful Christmas. We will uh, chat with you next week next Friday yeah if you want well, if you want or you want it off you, you make the choice No, I want it i, uh. I mean it's it's an
2: opportunity to,
0: to, to talk about the uh, world juniors well yeah Go we'll in. be talking I, we'll have well, some I, games you, oh by the way quick do you think Celebrini gets a game for that I think he does
2: yeah. I think he does get a game and uh you know uh, I mean it was a five minute major I don't think there's any question it was a five minute major and certainly you got to protect the players and uh, I, uh, the interesting thing is will he play on Saturday versus the us? before he sits out a game once the tournament begins. Because that's, I've seen that happen, too, <laughs> where you can play in the exhibition games, but you can't play in the tournament games.
0: Yeah. Fair so. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
1: and Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Wow.
2: Nice. Yeah.
1: What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST.
2: Yeah, it'll be great. From Sweden next Friday, look forward to catching up with you.